This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha, and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you haven't already, just a reminder to subscribe to our show, which is now available on Spotify, iTunes, or Google Play. Simply go to retirementparadiseradio.com, click subscribe, and you will be notified anytime we put out a new podcast. Today's show, we're going to be talking about procrastination and retirement. The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines procrastination as intentionally putting off the doing of something that should be done. And we've all procrastinated about something. It could be something simple like doing the dishes or mowing the lawn, or a lot of times it's something larger like balancing your checkbook, paying off debts, or in this case, saving for retirement. The longer we procrastinate, the harder it can be to get started on a project, let alone actually complete it. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to welcome, as always, my friend and co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, great to be with you again. Oh, thanks, Greg. Great to be here as well. Thanks for having me on the show. I love doing the Retirement Paradise show each week with you because I always manage to learn something. And uh, I had to chuckle when you said, you know, you're talking about uh, the shows on procrastination. Uh, I know you've been wanting to do this show for a long time, but kept putting it off. (laughs) <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, All that was right. good. Little joke there to start the show, but no, I've had a great couple of weeks. And uh, how about you? How's everything going at uh, over there where you're at? Great. Um, since we got back from that summit that you and I went on together, oh, yeah. um, been real busy. And um, I am doing another workshop coming up. Uh, this is February 1st and 2nd. And this one is only for uh, federal employees. Um, I know it's kind of a you know, touchy subject now with the with the partial shutdown and stuff, but we're going to be talking about the federal benefits and how to maximize them. So if you got some extra time on your hands, you're a federal employee, um, you, please feel free to register uh, for that workshop. It's going to be at the Oahu Veterans Center, uh, Friday night, the first, and also Saturday morning, uh, the second. You can call us to register, 791-2924, um, or you can go to our website, therogroup.org. All right. And you know what? I know that it's very educational. This isn't something where you're going to be trying to be sold something. These fill up fast, and uh, you've been doing this for a while, educating uh, federal uh, workers and, and employees on their benefits and how to maximize those benefits and get more. And that's huge. I mean, that can make or break in a, re- a retirement right there. So uh, I encourage our listeners to uh, reserve a spot because it will fill up fast. Um, do they go to the website or call you? What's the easiest way for them to reserve a spot? Um, either way, you can go to our website, uh, therogroup.org, and then click events up in the upper right, or simply give us a call, 791-2924. And again, just a reminder, this is only for uh, federal employees. We'll be having another one um, the following month that's going to be more of a general retirement planning strategy for for 
everybody. Yeah. Well, uh, now let's jump into our topic for today. I mean, we're talking about procrastination when it comes to our finances and saving for retirement. And, you know, we're all guilty of it at one time or another in one way or another. I mean, I know I have uh, more than one or two projects in the old workshop that I haven't gotten around to yet out in the garage, but uh, as my wife will remind me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's something that uh, we're all guilty of, isn't it? Yeah. And what, what's interesting is uh, psychologytoday.com mentions that procrastination often involves uh, a level of self-deception. Um, at some level, we are aware of the truth uh, of our procrastination. Uh, so today we're going to hold a bit of an intervention. Uh, if you haven't started saving for retirement or if you haven't created a clear retirement strategy, you know you need to get started. If it's any consolation, you're not alone. When the Employee Benefit Research Institute asked workers as part of its latest retirement confidence survey how much they had set aside for retirement, check this out, Tony, more than a third of those between the ages of 40 and 54 who answered the survey said they had less than $25,000 saved. Ooh, ouch. And worse, more than a quarter of those 55 and older said they had less than that. Oh, well, uh, at least those who have been procrastinating aren't alone. Sounds like they've got company. Yeah, um, not being alone and being comfortable are, are very different things. Uh, it's kind of like, you know, your old parents saying you wouldn't jump off a bridge because your friends did. <laughs> so you also shouldn't be uh, avoiding taking the steps to planning a retirement just because you're not alone and everybody else is kind of missing the boat. Um, there may be time to improve your retirement prospects. In all likelihood, it's gonna take you take some serious and probably some potentially uncomfortable steps, but it's not too late. So today we're going to talk uh, from a June 2018 article that I found on money.cnn.com. This one was entitled Three Ways to Recover from a Late Start on Retirement Planning. Uh, This one provides three potential routes to catch up from a slow start. Okay, so what's the first one? Well, the first way is somewhat obvious and kind of bluntly, and it's to start saving your (laughs) you-know-what off. (laughs) Let me be clear about this. To go from saving virtually nothing because you've procrastinated to saving diligently is going to require real discipline and some major lifestyle adjustments. But unless you're willing to make a concerted effort to spend less and save more, your chances of being able to live anything close to your current lifestyle after you retire are likely very, very slim. If you do make the commitment to save, however, you may be able to still come up with a pretty decent nest egg in the next few years of your career. And if you're age over 50, the IRS does allow a catch-up provision. Um, In your 401k, you can save $6,000 more. And in your IRA, um, you can save $1,500 more. So very important to use that catch-up provision. Wow. Well, you've started off this intervention with some hard truths there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. um, Procrastination can create issues in relationships and teamwork as well. It's, it's, it's heavy on the, on your spouse. And it's especially no joking matter when it comes to your retirement. Um, so I'll move on to the second way to recover from the late start in retirement, which definitely fits into the uncomfortable zone again for most of us. And it is to stay on the job longer. Um, so while this may not feel like a win, staying longer on the job could potentially 
increase your social security check down the road by delaying your social security. Remember, we've talked about that quite a few times. You get 8% per year delayed retirement credits. And if you want to see what the difference is in your monthly benefit, um, you can simply go to the social security website, uh, ssa.gov, and they have a social security retirement estimator um, that you can find there. Oh, wow. So uh, that sounds kind of cool. How does that retirement estimator work then? Well, it calculates and uh, it estimates based on your actual social security earnings record. Uh, but do keep in mind that these are just estimates. Uh, they can't provide your actual benefit until you apply for your benefit. And that amount may differ from the estimate because your earnings may have increased or decreased uh, between your last estimate and when you actually apply for benefits. And after you start receiving benefits, they're, they're going to be adjusted as well uh, for cost of living increases. So when you actually see your statement, it actually says, if you continue to work to this age at your current earnings limit, this is what it would be. So if you stopped working at 62 and you file at 66, you're missing four years. So a lot of times it can be slightly different. And in addition to those estimated benefits, they're also um, based on current law. And we know that the law can change, you know, the law governing the benefit amounts, um, it's likely to change. And again, the same estimate came out by 2034, the combined trust fund reserves are projected to be depleted. And that's the same thing they said last year. So payroll taxes collected at that point will only be enough to pay about 79 cents for each dollar of scheduled benefits. So. Well, again, you hit us with a harsh truth. I mean, uh, obviously, seventy-nine cents does not make a dollar. Yeah, and there's there's definitely some changes likely to to come in that in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And another factor is that your benefit amount might be affected by uh, military service, um, railroad employment, or or pensions that you earned through work when you did not pay social security taxes, uh, civil service work, for example. Um, working with a financial services professional can help you evaluate your results and make sure that your strategy may include working longer at your current job, finding additional income options, um, delaying your social security benefit. At the Retirement Optimization Group, we also use a calculation called the Social Security Maximization Report that helps determine all your options when filing for social security and it's important you only get one chance to begin your social security payments so the estimator the social security max report and your financial service professional can all work in unison and help make sure you file at the right time that meets in your your situation optimally yeah well i think this is great information uh, let's take a second here for you to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you once again Yes, uh, preparing for retirement, uh, whether it's social security, figuring your pension, um, can all be overwhelming and nerve wracking. And we know we can be procrastinated and that's what we're talking about today. Uh, but you don't have to do it alone. Uh, I'm here to help. If you want some guidance, if you want some information on social security, please feel free to give my office a call at 791-2924 or you can visit my website at therogroup.org. All right. Now, you've covered a lot of ground. We're talking about retirement savings, procrastination, having an intervention for that. And uh, you've already covered a couple of things. Uh, start saving uh, your you-know-what off. <laughs> Save as much <laughs> <Yep>. as possible. <laughs> uh, maybe you'll have to stay on the job longer. Uh, those are some harsh truths there. Hopefully, uh, the third one is a little bit easier to adjust to. 
Well, Tony, some people might find our last way to recover from the late start a little easier. Um, The third way to recover from procrastination, um, according to this article, is to be flexible and resourceful. So your personal financial situation, how much you've saved already, how many years before retirement and other factors may not allow enough time to save or put in enough extra years working to make up for the late start. So flexible and resourceful, at least it's, uh, it sounds a little different than working longer. Yeah, uh, flexible and resourceful could include working longer. Um, it's going to take some unique steps to overcome procrastination. So you will likely have to be open to other ways to enhance your retirement strategy. So some of these may include downsizing to a smaller, less expensive home uh, or exploring a reverse mortgage on your current home. You could also look for part-time work to supplement your social security and savings. Um, There's plenty of resources out there to find uh, part-time work in retirement. Right. So obviously, uh, what you're talking about here is kind of like they say everyone needs a side hustle. Uh, it's the new gig economy, and, and people find uh, odd jobs to do that they in areas they really like. And I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon, right? Yeah, good point. Um, you, you can find work that matches some of your planned activities in retirement. Um, do you like going to the UH games? Um, you can look into working at at the stadium, you can experience the environment as an usher or support staff and make money at the same, t- at the same time. Um, a lot of retirees love golf. Maybe take a part-time position as a starter and you get discounted uh, on your green fees. Um, another example would be museums. Some jobs provide discounted membership or exclusive access uh, to museums. Uh, so there are many different job options available to supplement not only your retirement income, but your retirement hobbies. Right. Uh, and that's that's a really good point. So uh, let's recap those three options uh, that are part of our retirement procrastination intervention here. Yep. Okay. Um, so it was number one, saving your, you know what, <laughs> saving your, you know what off, yep. um, really plugging away. Number two, stay on the job longer. And number three was be, success, uh, be resourceful and flexible. Um, so now that we've had this intervention, um, I want to pivot to other challenges that procrastination can introduce in your retirement. Uh, If you've been procrastinating, you may have many things that you need to take care of in relation to your retirement. So let's work through a top 10 list from Kiplinger.com. This one is entitled Top 10 Retirement Procrastination Problems. Ah, good. And you know, you know, Greg, I love top 10 lists. Uh, they make me feel like Paul Schaefer from the old David Letterman show. <laughs> yep, yeah. I know. Um, we probably won't have time to dive into all 10 um, listed in this article, but we probably have time to focus on the ones that I think are the most important. And in fact, many of them are covered by, uh, covered in our From the Heart Journal. Um, so the From the Heart Journal is a tool that we use that allows each client to tell their personal financial story. Uh, Once completed, the journal will provide loved ones with detailed critical issues about um, dependent children, insurance policies, uh, estate documents, uh, funeral burial wishes, and and much more. And all of those are mentioned on the Kiplinger's list. Wow. Well, it sounds like you've covered quite a bit there from that top 10 list. And, And before we go on with the rest of it, 
Uh, let's take another quick moment for you to let our listeners know how to call you and sit down with you and talk about all this and uh, maybe get a complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation then. Absolutely. Um, if you'd like a no cost, no obligation consultation, uh, feel free to give my office a call 791-2924. Ask for me, Greg, and I'd be happy to sit down with you and go over your situation. I've also got a lot of great stuff on the website. If you haven't been over to the website yet, uh, go to the rogroup.org and there's some videos in there, stuff about the vault, um, the journal, all sorts of good stuff. And if you're not already following us on Facebook, I'd be very grateful um, if you would do that. We post a lot of great articles on Facebook uh, regularly. Yeah, I know you do. It's great. I've checked it out. Uh, I'd encourage our listeners to do the same. Now, uh, you're talking about uh, a top 10 list. Um, uh, what are some of the important things from that list that you want to talk about now? Yes. Um, so a couple that I feel are vitally important. Um I'd say the top two. So the top two things that were mentioned in this Kiplinger's article uh, was a new attitude about risk, which we've talked about on the show um, several times, and a written financial plan, which we've also talked about on the show a couple of times. So those are the two that I feel are the most important in the top 10. Um, so let's first start with the new attitude towards risk. Again, we've talked about how your risk tolerance uh, evolves, and it's it's a very, very important part to your financial planning and strategy. In fact, that's the first thing that we do when we meet with a new client is to determine what their level of risk tolerance is, what type of investor they are. And it's actually something that evolves and changes over time. You're likely not to have the same risk tolerance when you're 65 as you did when you were 45. Um, for many retirees, when they move into their years, they tend to focus on more lower risk investments. Um, that's kind of from that rule of 100, you know, as we get a little bit more conservative as we get older. Uh, but every individual and financial situation is unique and that's how your financial plan should be structured. Wow. So how do you determine what somebody's risk tolerance is then? How do we figure that out? Well, we always recommend to start with the color of money risk analysis, and that will determine your overall risk tolerance score. Uh, it's very easy to complete. It's right on the website. If you go to the rogroup.org in the upper right, there's get my score. That'll take you to 11 questions. That is also available anytime for our clients in their personal generational vault. And I recommend that my clients take it at least once a year. So the color money risk analysis, or, or the COMRA, uh, as we like to call it, again, it's a quick 11-question survey that analyzes your risk preferences. So the score then leads to a color of money report. So the second part of that is once we determine how much of your assets should be in green money, red money, yellow money, we've talked about that before, um, we color code your assets so we can see how you're currently aligned based on what your risk preference suggests you should be aligned. Oh, okay. So uh, I think that's interesting. So tell us just a little more about the different colors of money, that color of money concept. I know you've mentioned it before, but I think it's important and it's a great way to understand all this. Yes. And uh, for our new listeners out there too, that probably aren't familiar with this. Um, so red money is considered things that are not guaranteed and carry varying levels of risk. So things that move up and down, um, again, no guarantee on them. 
Uh, so example of red money would be stocks, uh, mutual funds, hedge funds, uh, offshore investments. Um, again, anything that moves up or down. Yellow money are assets that may be more secure but still need to be examined with caution. Uh, yellow money has similar characteristics to red but has the benefit of professional money management. Um, so it's a risk managed portfolio specific to your preferences and goals. And then we have green money and these assets are designed to have principal protection and provide a more stable asset option. Um, so things that have a guaranteed, things you can't lose money in based on market fluctuation. Uh, examples of green money would be government bonds, CDs, your savings account, fixed annuities, uh, some life insurance with cash value, uh, money market accounts and, and cash. Um, so I'm sure you can see how valuable um, having this information would be. It allows us to work with the client to make sure their investments are in the correct places for their risk tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, uh, we need to understand how our money is allocated. And that makes a big difference in, uh, you know, growing it and making sure uh, we're doing the right thing. I think this would be a valuable tool. I remember you mentioned another valuable item from that top 10 list. What was that? Yep. So the other item that stood out was the importance of having the written, a written financial plan. So it's very important to have a plan, but until you put pen to paper, that plan can be nebulous and ever changing. Um, a written plan is much more concrete. So we just talked about the color money risk analysis, which is one part. Um, what we call uh, the full strategy assessment in our generational vault. That's one part of that. Yep. And I think that it's really great. Now, what about that strategy assessment? What else is part of that? Um, so in that strategy assessment, it basically includes four parts. Um, so the risk segment, the Comra, um, which determines your risk score is one. Uh, the second is a household analysis, which generates uh, an important people report. And then the third is the income and social security analysis, uh, which involves discovering the income you need for the future. And then the last segment is the retirement analysis, which is designed to address the needs um, of your retirement. So you name an income goal, and then we plug in the guarantee of income, and then we have identified where the gaps are, and then everything basically works in unison. Your risk profiles match to you, your income gaps are filled most efficiently, and when all four of these things are complete, that's when you have the beginnings of your written financial plan and your strategy. Um, at the Retirement Optimization Group, we work with you to examine uh, products, portfolios, and options that fit your situation to help prepare you for retirement in the most ideal way. Oh, wow. Well, great show today. A lot of great information, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add, Greg, before we go? I'd uh, just like to remind uh, anybody that would like a no obligation, uh, no cost consultation, feel free to call me anytime, 791-2924. I encourage people to go over to the website and examine that. There's a lot of great information on social security, risk analysis, generational vault. That site is therogroup.org. I'd like to remind people to please follow the Retirement Optimization Group on Facebook if you're not already doing so. Subscribe to the show at retirementparadiseradio.com. And as a last reminder, the Federal Employees Workshop, February 1st and 2nd. If you want more information, give us a call, 791-2924. All right, sounds great. 
And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.